0: Let me introduce to you, people in podcast land, my sister from another mother, someone I adore, more than probably 99.9% people on the face of this planet, <laughs> Betty Jean Cross. How you doing, Betty? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. It's it's rough Monday after vacation, ain't it? Yes.
1: I've had jet lag all day. I didn't like get moving until this
0: afternoon. I, you know, you know my feelings on camping, and I think it tipped a little to the positive side by the end of the week. But all the unpacking and all the laundry and stuff, even with my wife's help and that, has kind of leveled it back off. That was kind of rough. I gotta definitely rethink my packing and what gear I need, and and all of that good stuff. You uh, just
1: need a camper.
0: No. <laughs> no, it uh, makes life
1: easy. I'm telling you.
0: Hey, look at this, Helana's catfish adventure. She's been a member for five months. Thank you, Helena. How you doing, niece Helena? Thank you so much for your support. There's a nuts catfishing too in the house. Lance Makuga, Lance. I wish you could have made it up there, but we understand. Yes. Maybe we'll get up there together, anyways. And it's catfishing. How you doing? Uh, so yeah, I had to say I gotta say a lot of people when they come in. I know people in podcast. Yeah. I always don't like it, but Uh, We try to make it short and sweet. You guys should come on over and be a part of the YouTube family. Get in the community. There's a lot of good channels that hang out here. You might find your next favorite channel, and hopefully I'll be, like, down there halfway on the list or somewhere, buddy. That's what I'm hoping for. All right. So, yeah, I finally got through all of that stuff, uh, the unpacking, the cleaning the boat out. How about you? Are you all settled in?
1: I'm just finishing up laundry. Boat's cleaned out other than it needs washed, and same with the camper. Because – You know, the outside of the camper is covered in honey.
0: Explain that to the people who don't know what happened.
1: Well, we literally hit an entire hive of bees on our way up to Wisconsin last week. It was the craziest thing in the world. Scared us to death, completely covered the windshield so bad when we hit them all that We couldn't see anything until we washed the windshield. And then when we got to Wisconsin and got settled in, there was this stuff all over the front of the camper and Brandon braved it and touched it and took a bite and it was literally honey. So then we've been heartbroken all week because we probably wiped out an entire hive of bees that they were just trying to move their hive. It was terrible, but they should have not taken the interstate.
0: That's right. They They need to keep on the back roads, right, Betty?
1: Yes, it was awful, though. I mean, it I was, know, it was know, all I, over everything.
0: I don't feel so bad. I saw your camper and I i don't even think it was close to a whole hive of bees. I bet you you didn't do damage to a majority of them. So I don't They're know, fine. but it was
1: terrible. It was terrible. I, I mean, i of all the things, I thought a, a swarm of bees, it was the craziest thing.
0: You, you know, Brand, so Brandon did taste it and it was honey? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. He, yeah, and then, I was talking to Brandon a little bit. And he was thinking that they were moving his their honey, so that that makes yeah. that makes a lot of sense. So
1: yeah, that's what they do. They all swarm together and pick it up and carry it to wherever they're going. So I don't know, but like I said, they should have chosen the back way.
0: Is is yeah the back road? So that's what they yeah. should have taken. Gosh darn yep. it! Is the honey's water soluble, ain't it? Or is that stuck on your camper?
1: Well, you can get it off. I mean, it'll. You can't just use water, but especially after it's on there all week.
0: Yeah, I no know,
1: Yeah, but, but we, I, we... I'm pretty sure Dawn will just take it off if I can just use Dawn.
0: Yeah, but that's not good for your camper, too. You're going to have to wax it again if you use Dawn. That's the
1: problem. That's all right. It's got to be done. <laughs>
0: I don't then, like waxing my, I don't like waxing my mega cab, let alone a whole camper. And I've washed I washed a thirty-four foot long toy hauler in my day a few times and that's yeah. never an easy task. That's always it, like a two not. jug of iced tea task if you're asking me.
1: Yeah, it's not. It gets hot, but and then the other incident, we didn't thankfully on the way home everything was good, but then we a car threw a rock up on us and we've got a big chip out of the windshield. So I've got Safe Light coming to fix that next week. So
0: Always a Yeah, they do a good job. You use things, and they're going to get scratched. Oh, they're yeah. going to get dirty. It is, yeah. but it's still a pain in the butt, definitely. But
1: we traveled but, safely. The only thing that that had bad luck was that whole swarm of bees.
0: So, yeah, well, that's good. And you guys had the two vehicles up there. It was cool. So, how'd you like? Uh, was this officially your first fishing vacation in the in the camper? Yes. And what'd you think?
1: It's so easy. I love it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love it. I know, we've been talking a- about it. Um we've been talking about our big fall trip coming up and then we've got a couple small trips we want to go on in between and I want to take the dogs on the smaller trips cuz they love it. Those dogs love that camper. It's insane. But um yeah, we I mean it's just it's great. It
0: it, it it's definitely a nice ride. It, you gave me the grand tour of that <laughs> palatial estate on wheels. Like <laughs>
1: the lamper
0: your glamper Mm -hmm. i think you even uh talked uh uh our buddy luke and uh tara into getting one of them
1: yeah they can check it out too yeah
0: they're 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 ready to get it i'm
1: telling you you got it's all drive and you need that really at the ramp if you're going to depend on that to be your launching device for your boat Mm -hmm. um so yeah it's it's wonderful so i love it Park. It fits in a parking spot. It's no trouble whatsoever. And it's plenty of room for two people for everything that we need.
0: Well, I remember when you guys were talking about getting a van and getting it all decked out so you could go fishing with it, net. And it turned into this. Isn't that usually the way it goes?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because who's got time to redo everything? No. Just buy it already done.
0: Now, let's let's talk a little bit about the campground because I I think it's a pretty unique place to camp. It is. Uh, it's like right in the, what's the name of the, it's not actually in Madison. What's the name? Winfield? Middleton. Middleton. That's it. Middleton, Middleton, Wisconsin. It's a city park and, uh, or a county park. County.
1: It's Mendota County Park.
0: Mendota County Park. And it's Mm -hmm. right on Lake Mendota. You can't really launch your boat there. But uh, a kayak, you definitely can. Yeah.
1: It's a very, very shallow launch. There's no way you could get your, and if you did get your boat to come off the trailer, you probably wouldn't get up out of there.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. You yeah. know, if my boat wasn't all loaded up, I might be able to get it because my boat's kind of mm-hmm. built for that stuff until I got mm-hmm. a hold of it. That's yeah. why I call it the biggest little catfish boat on the river here. So <laughs> it's a little hey, bit over.
1: It
0: hey, it works. It put fish in the boat. So It
1: did, yes. It kept you afloat. And it sure fish- did. And, the and they kept me from
0: drowning in all that rain on Monday, but we'll, we'll get to that. Exactly. <laughs> so the campground's pretty neat. I'd say there was what, like 25, 30 spots there? I'm taking a I guess. Think there's
1: 28 regular campsites and then there's five of the boat campsites. The boat
0: where where you can uh, moor yeah. your boat and sleep in your boat and they got electrical connections, which is pretty cool. I yeah. don't think I'm sleeping in my little boat. So you'd have to have No, really-
1: but Next year, instead of driving two vehicles, we're going to rent the boat campsite and leave the boat in the water. There you go. So we've just got to get a couple um, lock things set up on the boat so you don't have to worry about your electronics and all that kind of stuff. But, um, I mean, obviously you have to worry about it. Somebody really wants it. They're going to get in it, but whatever. So anyways, at least make an attempt to not make it so easy. Um, And I think that's what we're going to do next year instead of driving both vehicles. And that was kind of my plan um, but then I wasn't able to get all the information that I needed when I went to book the boat campsite. So I waited and then I talked to that camping host while we were there about some mm-hmm. of the questions that I had and it's going to work out. So that's what we're going to do next year instead of drive both vehicles. But I mean, it wasn't the end of the world. We, we drove both vehicles that way. I didn't have to pull the camper away from the campsite every single time. Right. So if I can launch it in there, and moor it at the boat campsite it'll be fine
0: i think that would be cool um mm-hmm. if, if that's if, the plan if, if i had a different boat and all the compartments locked and stuff i definitely would do that I, and I then if
1: i need to go somewhere i'll just take your truck
0: there you go not a problem <laughs> i'll even chauffeur you You can sit in the back and and i'll get some of that fancy bougie uh, uh champagne for you to sip while you're riding back there
1: we have to go get cheese we oh. I need cheese and champagne.
0: That's right. Or we'll get you some fancy (laughs) wine to go with that cheese. Luke over at Rods and Reloads, what's up, Luke? He says, hotel is neat, too. Yeah, it sure is.
1: Oh, my goodness. (laughs) You liked my camper. Don't start.
0: He definitely did. Fish and Freedom. So that's what, uh, what we did. We came up, tied off. Uh, at the little chute that's right there, then uh yep. backed out, saved having a trailer bonus much. Yeah, they would go to lunch every day, which yep. was kind of cool. So I yep. think next year a lot of people are going to take advantage. And I know Adam Zimmerman from uh, Cat Claw Anchors, he actually rented a spot for the whole week, and he just launched from there. But he had, like mm-hmm. you, he had his RV. And, And he didn't want to launch it more than once, which is understandable. So really, that campground pretty much has everything. The showers were 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 clean for campground showers. Yeah, they're not like yours at home, but but they work. One one of the showers were better than the other. You didn't have to keep hitting that button. I think it was because it was broken, but it worked. Yeah, they sold. We didn't have that
1: problem over in the women's. I heard other guys talking about the the button thing, but I never had that issue.
0: Yeah, uh-huh. they, they they worked. So they had a yeah. They had they, like a,
1: the water yeah. was hot. I mean, it was relatively clean. I mean, it wasn't spotless, but I mean, I wasn't like ew, you know. <laughs> so I mean, it even though hot. you know
0: the. They, they had one of those big handicap porta potties too. That was even closer to the mm-hmm. campsite. So you didn't have to, or if you could make it all the way over to the bathroom facilities.
1: <laughs> yeah. The bathroom was a little bit of a hole. There was a porta potty right at the end of the circle, which worked out pretty good. Or if you have a glamper, you can just use your own potty.
0: Yeah. I <laughs> thought that was funny. <laughs> and get to cook your And you get to cook all of your meals. You know, I, I, Betty, let me say thank you. For feeding me all week long, people. You're Miss welcome. Betty Jean fed us. We had stuff like fajitas, and that was a chicken chili you made one night, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you
0: made TikTok spaghetti. Yeah.
1: The stuff I could throw in the crock pot in the morning before we left, and literally supper was ready when we came off the water. So I did pretty easy stuff. It wasn't, and I did all of my, um, prep work at home. Like I had all the meat already cut up and then I froze it up. um, ready to just literally make dump meals and dump it all in. Mm. Um, so, yeah.
0: Well, you did, you did go to town on that crappie fish fry that we had the first night, which was delicious. Yeah. I must say I've, yeah. I've been privileged enough to have a few of those uh, meals with, with you and Brandon and, mm-hmm. and Chad and that they're always a, a highlight of any trip. And then we had the, the one meal that um, our buddy Jerry Hohausen had, uh, yes. at the end that was the, the fish deluxe. fry. He he gave me a little bit of the history on that. Real mm-hmm. quick, uh, uh Luke says that the, uh their deluxe motorhome was awesome. I've already been pricing some out. <laughs> <laughs> you get it's, you
1: one, you're gonna love it.
0: Yeah, Jerry, I guess you know, real real quick that uh, at the end of the week or at the towards the end of the week, Jerry Hohausen has a um uh, a big old uh fish feed, I guess, a fish fry. Or, Everybody straps on their feed bags. He cooks fish this year. He had bluegill and walleye. They were delicious. Mm-hmm. Had uh, uh some good potato salad he bought from the Costco, which was awesome.
1: And Ken's had- beans are always awesome. And the,
0: the beans were good, and not to say the, the homemade cherry cobbler. Holy oh. smokes! That was so good. <laughs> Jerry actually took real cherries, pitted them all cooked them down and i'm not a big cherry fan when it comes to desserts but that stuff me either up. but
1: it's good that
0: stuff was the bomb yeah. that stuff was yeah. phenomenal it wasn't too sweet wasn't yeah. too tart. it was just perfect so yeah. here's the food portion of the show which we always got to go to on my podcast so
1: did you see what parker said about the shower
0: <laughs> wait 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 let me scroll back through chat what do he say parker Jerry says, stuck by my pocket knife in the slot and the button kept it the pressed. There you go. I Leave love it. it. Speaking of Jerry, man, Jerry got that hog of a catfish yesterday. 80-pound blue on the Mississippi River. Congratulations. He beat me by 0.9. <laughs> no, I don't
1: think.
0: I think
1: it. his biggest is bigger than that anyways.
0: Yeah. I, I, I think, I think Jerry may, may get into that 100 pound class this year. Definitely. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. He's, uh, entered in on all the Mad cats giveaways over on the Mad cats Facebook group. Um, you, you, you get a number, you show your weights, you show you zeroing it out the, the whole normal deal. Check out that Facebook page for, uh, uh, details. And I think he's definitely in the running this week for that $500. Oh, awesome. So that would be cool. Jerry can, uh, pay for all our fuel to get to mendota next year with that fish.
1: let me tell you he can fish
0: he's he's definitely got it going on congratulations mm-hmm. good jerry so that brings us back to, to fishing so we went fishing the very next day well you and i did mm-hmm. we went fishing it was pouring on monday yeah it, it was it was rainy I had my new uh, bibs on. They worked fairly well. You know, I thought they leaked through, Betty, but they didn't. I think I just got cold towards the end of the day.
1: Well, and that's what I, I was telling people. I i know that Striker's really up there, but I have never had the opportunity to use Striker gear, which I'm going to eventually. But my, all of my experience and my mom's experience and a few people that I know with rain gear is once the gear gets so wet because the inside is what keeps you from totally getting wet. Then it just creates this cold atmosphere around your body. Even though you're not wet, you still feel wet. Um, Even with the higher dollar stuff, like I said, I don't know anything about Striker, but I've used quite a bit of all the other stuff. So um, it's, it got us out there for, I think we did four and a half hours before we were miserable and it was nonstop downpour raining, blowing wind. I mean, it was nasty.
0: After you went in, I had that lake all to myself. I was out there for like eight hours. I know. <laughs> I was like, I am I am gonna put some fish in this boat before yep. I leave.
1: Yep. and then I
0: put one on. I'm like, well, there's gotta be another one somewhere and there was. Uh yep. that was a slow day, but but I kind of I don't it
1: remember out. how many fish we put in the boat that day, but um I wanna say most days we put in eight. You guys, so, you
0: guys slayed it over there, but we'll we'll get to that.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't remember day for day. I just remember the last day was really tough for us. Um, some people really did well in different areas, but I had a bad day the last day. But we'll talk about that later.
0: Yeah, I don't think you know because of the weather, and it's been cold here in the uh, north Midwest. Let's call it, you know, the mm-hmm. the northern end of the Midwest from Chicago on up. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that kind of put everything on pause. I mean the fish were there the bite was there mm-hmm. um but I don't think it 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 was ready to be as good as it usually is there.
1: Well here is here's my thoughts on that. So the first year that we went we weren't putting huge numbers in the boat but we were putting quality fish. We were catching huge sized fish the first year we went. Last year I don't feel like the size was there as much but the numbers were there. We caught large numbers of fish. This year we didn't have numbers and we caught some nice fish, but it wasn't like all quality fish. It was all over the place. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it was just mediocre, but you know what? If we go every single year, we are bound to have a time where we just don't hit it right. And I feel like we were a little early this time, but we still put fish in the boat. I mean, it's, it's just part of it. You can't always hit them when they're on fire like that. It just mm-hmm. don't work that way. Especially yeah. Live if it, if it was that
0: easy, you'd get bored. I always exactly. say that.
1: Exactly.
0: So that keeps you going. We, we we're already thinking about next year, and we're definitely going to keep going back there. So oh. if anything, even to hang out with Jerry and and going real back to, you know, I I, I had the opportunity to fish with him later in a week. We'll go over that the fishing part of it, but he kind of went into the story about how that whole uh, get together got got mm-hmm. happened, um, mm-hmm. it, before even like Facebook, they were on. I, I now, if Jerry, if you're watching this, I know he goes back and watches it after fact. It was, I'm not sure if it was the Brotherhood of Catfishing or Catfish One or one of those old time forums that he was a part of. That's where he met so many of these like legendary anglers, including mm-hmm. people like, you know, Lyle Stokes and, and a bunch of other people that we had mm-hmm. talked about that, that actually made it up there for him. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of the Whisker Seeker guys go up there. A lot of their pro staffers because they're like, they're in Iowa and it's what, same kind of ride I have, maybe an hour longer. Uh, mm-hmm. But it, it, it's really good, and, and and talking to him, I I definitely uh, uh had had a great day. I, I, I did. He had a lot of stories to tell. Uh, accomplished cabinet maker, built his own house. Mm-hmm. Guy fishes hard. He's going. He's flying into uh, Canada next year to go after uh, big walleye and some trout up there. That mm-hmm. sounds like a good time. He told me he's like, Mark, you should come with us next year let me know I talked to him
1: after the fact and he really did enjoy um fishing with you that day you had already left you left a day early which I totally get um but we talked about it and I thanked him very much for going fishing with you and he just expressed how much of a wonderful time he had
0: oh look at this there's Richard what's going on Richard Ward mad cat or catfish he says what was the largest channel caught can
1: I say can I say
0: no I have to say it to show that i can be humble congratulations chad fields on the best fish of the week it was what 25 25 and a half betty correct me yes 25 and a half so go to chad's page
1: you'll see it um there was a big old bullheaded male just as black as coal head was all swelled up literally the only fish that i've seen a full head all like spawned out swelled up head um out of all the fish caught um that's the only one that i seen like that it was beautiful and it was so black um yeah it was gorgeous fish they so
0: get those those spawn bumps on their head i don't know what the scientific mm-hmm. name is for them but man they just look mean and nasty yes twice as hard and they're they're But i think of, it's know, beautiful <laughs> the piss and vinegar they're they're great fish i i hooked in i did get one that was 25 pounds or here we not 25 I'm sorry 24 pounds uh six ounces so 24 and a third pound that's the exact weight
1: yeah
0: um if somebody asks me I'll just say 25 pounds that's close enough we're gonna go back and get one of them probably this year but mm-hmm. but congratulations to Chad so it's gonna be a long they year. had
1: such a great year Chad and me had a great year this year they killed it they both got new PBs um, and catfish. I think Tag caught his very first ever pike. Mm-hmm. Um, and they caught something else. Oh, a largemouth. Like and it. he killed it with numbers this year. And they both got new PBs Um d never did get that 20 daggone it she was supposed to get it on my birthday and it just it chad stole it from her i swear he did they had a 20 that day and he stole it it's his fault and that's that's my story and i'm sticking to it
0: Uh, my story is that 25 should have been d's but that's just he caught it on her rod and then
1: well okay so we've talked about this too they take turns in their boat like like if the first rod goes down and D gets it. The next rod is Chad's no matter whose it is. Mm. And, and I, that's great. That's wonderful. That's not how we do it on our boat, but that's how they do it on their boat. So it's just been luck of the draw for them. Um, and unfortunately she, uh, got in the wrong line up there. So, but that's okay. She'll she'll get it next time. But her and I had this thing going on, you know, not last year, but the year before when we surprised her and took her to Alabama, um, I caught my 80 pounder on her birthday. So this year on my birthday, she was supposed to catch her new PV, um, but Chad stole it.
0: Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. okay. There's always next year. We'll go back. Yeah. Catter yeah, yeah. says that uh, I believe the humps are males. Yeah, I believe you're absolutely right. Yeah. And Jerry Parker says swelled up head perfectly described. <laughs> yeah,
1: he couldn't hardly fit his his head wouldn't fit through my camper door that day. It it was stuck. It wouldn't go through.
0: You know, when I got that 24 pounder, the 24 and a third pounder, I looked, he was literally like 150 feet from me and I go, Oh boy, Chad, you're going to be upset. I, um, and I could see his, 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 his demeanor just go south. I didn't I even really... know what
1: happened. Cause I was on the other side of the bay and I called you about something and you were like, I got it. The hog in the boat I'll i got a, you i got a
0: slob in the boat i yeah, think i told so you
1: i kept watching over there and i seen chad coming up on you and i was like oh my gosh he must need help and i thought chad was coming over there to help you and then i seen that it's just where they were dragging by so
0: nope it wasn't wasn't big enough but it was a big fish i did oh it was a
1: beauty yeah it was all a big a lot
0: a lot of fun and that one fought pretty darn hard i mm-hmm. mean it it, it earned that weight and it was a female, you know, it wasn't even a big male. I was kind of surprised about yeah. that. I haven't caught too many females that, that, you know, I think the biggest female that I've caught there was this week. The biggest ones was that one. And I caught a 21 pounder, I think, or 22. I don't remember. I didn't write down the weights.
1: Every one of our fish that was over 20 pounds, which there was four of them, um, were female.
0: Yeah, there was a lot of females, you know, and and maybe this is too much information. And again, I keep saying this because I don't claim to, to know anything. Only what I see and what I've experienced is what I share with people. And I was in the back in the, in the sloughs back there uh, on Cherokee. And there was hundreds, hundreds of catfish back there, uh, rolling around in the water. They weren't carp. They were hitting my boat. Literally. I could see them surfacing like two feet off to the side of my boat and they wouldn't bite for nothing. There were no scales on the fish. They still had that brown tan look like they just moved in there. Their beige, their dark gold color that catfish have. I know carp will gold do, but they were definitely catfish. I have no idea what they were doing. Um, but that was frustrating to see all those fish in that one bite, which makes sense if they were in the height of the spawn. So once they're done, I think the feed will be on. I think they'll be hungry, ready to eat. So It was
1: just confusing, though, this year because – we only caught a couple fish that had spawn marks on them where they were beat up. And then I didn't find the males that we did catch were not bullheaded, like swelled up, bullheaded. Mm-hmm. I wasn't seeing that. We predominantly caught females. And then my two largest fish were females and they were all belly. Oh, my gosh. The belly was
0: insane. Huge. The the I caught like a I think it was sixteen or seventeen pounds somewhere around there, and and it had it it it's like it swallowed a freaking football or something.
1: Yes, yes, was- or a couple <laughs> basketballs on my big girl. I kept calling her chubby mama because she was ready to have those babies. Oh my gosh, her belly was
0: huge. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, uh, Stephanie and Richard were there too, fishing free the fishing freedom couple, which I got to talk with for yeah. a while. They were awesome it was a good time um richard and stephanie both got pb cats too and marcia got a pb pike and a bass
1: bass Um,
0: yeah let's take a break real quick and talk about some of the other fish caught um i remember what it was on the last day i was there wasn't it um we'd both put our baits in the water we were fishing pretty close to one another we were dragging baits right off the get-go and and brandon hooked into a smallmouth bass on cut bait
1: I caught a smallmouth at night too.
0: And you caught one too at night. And I was yes, kind of and they were
1: really respectable smallies. I mean, they really were nice sized and they looked very healthy and they did not appear to be old either. So, they have uh, apparently a very good, a very good bass population there. And and
0: and then the pike I saw, well, I think mm-hmm. it was Richard I believe who had that big thirty what was it thirty eight incher I think it was, but I guess it was a big and it was a, yeah. Fetch slime rocket
1: we caught two there was a a 32-incher and a 36-incher that we caught now the 36-incher looked sickly and skinny honestly in my opinion but the 32 was fat and healthy so but like i said i really think a lot i'm not familiar with northern pike behavior at all Um, so i don't know if they kind of come up when you know when the ice is when the ice is off yeah. and stuff, and if they're puny from not eating or something I'm not sure, but the thirty two was really a nice healthy looking fish, but that thirty eight was skinny
0: you know i've caught I caught a thirty two inch on manona uh just two weeks prior to that, and it was skinny as well. You figure at thirty two inches there'd be some girth to it, but there there wasn't maybe. Yeah. And Luke would know. Luke says a buffalo were back there too, spawning. uh they were Oh black. really?
1: i never was, seen any buffalo. Wow.
0: I didn't see any either. Mm-hmm. Uh but I'm sure I'm sure he's right. i he knows what he's seeing. So Oh
1: yeah.
0: Um yeah all I know about pike fishing is, you know, weed lines in the winter. That's when I usually get them. Yeah, and I'm they not they super- love dead bait. I've never caught them on. I've never caught them like on buzz baits or anything like that. I've never really tried.
1: Right. So I'm not familiar with it at all, but I did see some people actually targeting pike and it was really neat. They were in a canoe with a trolling motor on it. Um, and they had spoons on and they had multiple hooks. Cause I know you're allowed three hooks per person in Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. And I think these people had three hooks on this one rod and they were literally trolling like three mile an hour, just flying across that water and picking those pike up like crazy. It was awesome. It was cool to
0: watch I, I was um, you know being a cat fisherman, you know we we troll at what point four point five point six miles yeah. an hour uh when I started trolling for like walleye here on the river, I was told to troll one mile, two mile an hour. I was like, that's kind of crazy. I wasn't used to that. I did it. And they it were works.
1: flying. They were flying so fast. Their little trolling motor was making a wake like in that shallow <laughs> water. I mean, not a big wake, but you could see, you know, and they were just zooming through there and their little spoons on those things was <laughs> through the water. It was nuts.
0: Yeah, Jerry, Jerry did. He says, uh, Richard says uh, uh, it was a great trip. Jerry, uh, new PBs <laughs> yeah. and new species for them both. Yeah. yeah. That, that place is just so much fun. That that kind of sums up the whole thing. I'll yeah. say it again at the end of the show, but I just, you know, every time I think of that place, it brings a smile to my face. And I li- live it's relatively. It's special too. place.
1: It's a special place. It really is.
0: Don't know it's how else to say space. it.
1: That's an, and then, you know, like I have always said, even um, the fishing has not been absolutely terrible, but, you know, you notice when you catch 90-some fish one year and then you don't, And, um, the next year, which is fine, but the friendship and the fellowship, um, just makes it, it does. And we were missing quite a few people this year and, and, you know, it's totally understandable. I get it. I just hope we get back to getting everybody together because, you know, it's the greatest
0: part about Mendota. Well, you know, people keep, people, people can't make it. People have to leave. Yeah. exactly people it, it is what it is but you right. know as long as you're there in in, in spirit and, mm-hmm. and people are always thinking of you of and they're missing you you know some mm-hmm. of the people i didn't get to make it was obviously lyle and and and, okay. and richard from mad cat we missed mm-hmm. him ernie and chrissy obviously josh the weekend angler yeah all uh, guys jim james dockery wasn't able to make it this year either mm-hmm. um we were definitely thinking about all you guys we were having fun mm-hmm. so um yeah. but you guys were definitely missed so it looks like tara got an 18 inch largemouth too
1: wow I didn't measure, I, I didn't even measure my smaller, I mean, I shouldn't call them smaller, but smaller for Mendota size cats. Um, we were only looking at if they, we thought they were 18 or above really is what we were weighing and that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. But um, yeah, which there was really no tournament type of thing going on. But then I found out later that there was a tournament going on. And I didn't even know it.
0: But there was during it. I thought they had uh, there well, was Friday had
1: something going on and I didn't even know it. Hmm. he said that whoever caught the biggest catfish while he was there oh. won his tournament and oh. <laughs> by one hour did I when, my, one hour one I caught my hour.
0: I caught my PB an hour before Freddie got there <laughs>
1: And mine was 24.09, so it was smaller than Mark's fish, and Chad's was 25.5, and um, neither one of them have this. I don't care if they beat me in size. They don't have this. (laughs) They do not have this.
0: You should have filled it up with champagne and drank out of it in front of me. That would have worked, too.
1: Don't you worry about what I do with my trophy? (laughs)
0: Hey, there's Chad. Chad says he missed everybody a lot too. So
1: we did, we did. But you know, we we make do with what we got, and we had a good time.
0: I think next year we need to do like one one of them Calcuttas, where everybody puts a little money in the hat and big fish any given day. Maybe we'll do five bucks a day or something like that, and yeah. have one every day. I think that would be a lot of fun. There, maybe there's mm-hmm. some ideas. So mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna. Yeah. I was having ideas on me versus Chad that w- last week, right? Oh God! And I'm glad I didn't say because I lost one of my ideas, Betty. No, I can't believe I'm saying this. Was that I'll the person that for who
1: next year? The
0: the person? No, it won't. It won't. It's it's time sensitive. The person who lost would have to wear a Bud Light T-shirt on their next live stream. Hmm. That was my idea. Well, I'm glad. I'm like, you know what? That might backfire. I really don't want to do that, so I kind of kept my mouth shut.
1: Chris Lee still needs to wear a tutu. I'm waiting on that picture.
0: What tutu? Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What what was that about? I must have missed that one. His
1: fish was 22.22, and I told him he had to wear a tutu. (laughs) And he still hasn't wore a tutu.
0: Did you see a picture of the scale, or do you think that was a troll? I
1: don't know. I didn't see pictures of scales. But I don't have any reason to believe anybody's lying. Unless it's Betty Jean and her big belly fish, and she's messing with her brothers.
0: See, look at this. Look at Chad says, You look great in a Bud Light shirt. It would suit you. Oh, oh boy. okay
1: well moving on let's see we talked about how rainy and nasty it was on day one day two was beautiful
0: day two was beautiful day two was day nice free. overcast day it was perfect yeah. catfish weather well um, that was
1: the day we put the most fish in the boat for us yeah um, for me
0: too i had i think yep. i had a six fish day i could yeah. be off by one or two
1: i think uh, we had 14 um on that day but that was including a pike and i don't remember a largemouth maybe so not that many cats, but that was our best day. Um, and then the next day we thought, oh, it's it's warming up, it's gonna be nice, it's gonna be awesome. Nothing. Oh my goodness, did that day suck? We had to work so hard, and there were so many people out there fishing.
0: But um, it was just those bluebird skies that was on the next day, mm-hmm, right? Yes, that was, that was rough. I put I think oh, two I I up in the, in in the morning. We're all doing we're doing like the the dragon baits ballet. I like to call it. We had all the mm-hmm. boats out there going back and forth, crossing past. No one's getting fish. I'm like mm-hmm. I hightailed it across the lake. I'm gonna mm-hmm. find some some panfish, some perch, or some some mm-hmm. bluegill, which was unsuccessful. But I put I put a lot of put a lot of time or a lot of time on my motor look motor looking. Not mm-hmm. not you know not for lack of trying. Right. Um, I talked to a couple of guys out there in the water. Um, and they're pretty tight-lipped, but I a couple of them did talk. Apparently, all right, real quick, I went to the bait shop to go get some suckers. Um, and I was talking to the guy when you walk into DNS bait right there in Mendota or in uh, Madison, there's a sign that says fishing information given, no problem. I'm like, well, we'll ask, we'll see, you know. So I'm buying suckers. Um, and we get to the counter, I'm like, all right, where are the bluegill at? I'm I'd like to catch some bluegill, right? The guy says, I'll tell you where anything is. Anything, but I will go to my grave before I tell anybody where the bluegill are on Mendota. I was like, <laughs> so that really piqued Here's my interest. This. That piqued my interest. I'm like, there's got to be some good out there. So, I there a- in-
1: you know, why the reason for that is literally almost every species in that lake hits on bluegill
0: and perch, they eat them both. Mm-hmm. I I checked I checked all the drops I checked humps points uh, different depths you know every five feet I was scanning I'd find you know I started in like eight feet and then I went to like a uh, twelve feet and then I went to like seventeen feet and scanned all of them back and forth side to side and and uh, I wasn't marking anything but like bass for the most part
1: and you were it took you forever to get across the lake it it did it's a
0: big lake my boat i was doing 25 miles an hour to get across her but i was doing a lot of scanning so there was a lot of slow going three four miles hour for a lot of it too once i got to a point i was looking at my navionics information and and going back and forth and and trying that and i i I marked a lot of bass real quick back to day one um I wanted to catch some fresh bait, so right before I was done, after I got rained on all day, uh, real cold, it was uh, cloudy, it was still drizzling. Right when I got to the boat ramp, I put my live scope in the water, perspective mode, and I saw nothing but a stack of walleye, a big pot of walleye right there. I had nothing really to catch them with. I had no plastics or no bigger hooks. I did cast some uh, um, Berkeley uh, gulps to them, but they weren't having it. Uh, And the next day, they were gone. They moved out of there, so... Yeah. but that being said, there there was a ton of walleye, and they looked like good. I had the the grid on my live scope, so I could tell what size, and they were all at, at least you know sixteen and plus. I, mm-hmm. I'm guessing from the size of them, so it was pretty right. impressive to see them. Okay, and but back. Was,
1: to, go ahead.
0: But back to go ahead, Betty.
1: <laughs> I was gonna say that was the day that the cats really were. Everybody was struggling, and then that was the day Brandon and I put in like 15 some odd hours because um, we stayed out for the night bite um, and we got on quite a bit. I mean, it wasn't amazing, but compared to the rest of that day, um, we were able to put some numbers in the boat for that day instead of come out skunked. And I'm pretty sure that was the day that they really started not making a massive push, but the cats started making a push because I think that was the day that, Luke and Tara did pretty good. Mm-hmm. And they were I not I
0: actually know Wednesday was a day that was really horribly hot and bluebird skies. And I don't yeah. think did mm-hmm. they show they showed was it a Wednesday when they showed up? I think he's where did yeah. I see?
1: Yeah, I don't remember. But anyways,
0: the yeah, day that we were really says, struggling,
1: yeah. I think they were doing pretty good. Yes, and I seen lots of crappie coming out by the docks. Yeah. I did see that. Yeah. See, that was the only day we crushed. I think that was the day that we were struggling, but we were fishing differently and in different areas. So, um, but yeah, typically speaking of how we fish up there, um, you know, the first year we were there, we were, everybody was anchoring and fishing was great. Um, there was no problem. You just anchored up and they were moving. So you just, you just waited a little bit and they came to you. There was not mm-hmm. a whole bunch of moving the year before. Uh, or the year uh, last year, it was stick and move, stick and move with anchor. And then Chad had the brilliant idea. He's like, we're not catching, do what we know. We know dragging. So we started dragging and we started covering water and we started putting numbers in the boat big time last year. This year we were anchoring up and not really catching anything and dragging was even kind of tough, but we had to cover water Mm -hmm. to get thing. And that's why we kept dragging, even though we weren't putting a ton of fish in the boat because there was a time that day when it was really hot and I wasn't feeling really good and I was tired. So I told Brandon, I said, let's just anchor up somewhere, eat some lunch, and I'm going to lay down on the bow for about an hour and take a nap. And I ended up sleeping a little bit longer than that. And we were anchored up for like two hours and nothing, not even a nibble. It was nuts and like back to dragging. And yeah, you might, it might take you an hour to catch a fish, but you at least were covering water and getting some fish. So, and we were making some trails too. And so I was starting to figure out some paths and different things like that. If I'd had more time, I think I could have figured out a lot more about the bay um, as they were really moving through. But um, we were starting to get it
0: figured out. They, they, were, they were all wandering for the most part. We were catching fish. A the, lot. All, all but it. I think they were sticking more to depth than they were structure. At least that's what I learned. I don't, it.
1: I don't know. Here's what I learned about it. Because when we started marking every fish that we were catching, I had a path.
0: So well, I don't hey, know where, where was that path crossing a certain where you catch them in the same. No, no? no,
1: it was a line. that was slow getting out there. So I think it was like where they come up out of the deep and then they would go back. So, but I don't know. I, when I started figuring that out it was towards the end of the week, but I looked and I started seeing the dots and I was look like, look at this trail. And so we started around that trail and we were catching fish. <laughs>
0: So I don't know. If you looked at my GPS, my trail was like this all over the place. It looked like spaghetti. Mine looked like a
1: flower. Mine looked like a flower. It was everywhere. It was insane. Brandon brought that up. He said it looks like a flower.
0: (laughs) You know, towards the end of the week, I started, uh, um, you know, marking the 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 not necessarily because once you catch a fish if you're dragging bait you're a little bit past it but if you still mark it on your GPS you can play connect mm-hmm. the dots with your tracks later on mm-hmm. you know where to go yep. I started doing that and that helped mm-hmm. you know the last day I spent mm-hmm. anchored anchored up with with Jerry that's how he wanted to fish and I'm definitely going to mm-hmm. do what he wanted and that worked out well oh yeah um, yeah we put some fish in the boat but anyways yeah I, th- you're absolutely right they it was all seemed in that that one kind that one spot. For the most part, you'd pick up, well, those two spots. You know the ones I'm talking about. We won't get into any specifics. Up, I, I thought you froze, Betty. No, I, I was
1: reading a comment. I'm sorry.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, we got a comment from Matt. He says, wait, wait, wait. I barely heard anything of Betty crappie fishing. I thought she was a slab slayer. She is a slab slayer.
1: Let me talk about that. Let me talk about that. Um, so my entire year of catfishing was taken away from me because of family health issues last year. And I spent as much time as I possibly could crappie fishing for fear of grocery money. And I have so much crappie in my freezer. It's absolutely ridiculous. But, um, my family was fed and I was, um, did not get a catfish. Like I wanted to catfish last year. So right now I'm not worried about crappie until fall.
0: Mm -mm.
1: I want catfish.
0: Yep. You know, I checked my crappie supply in the freezer, and I'm pretty happy with it, too. I ain't going to lie. Yeah.
1: yeah, I'm pretty you know,
0: happy. I got, I got some pounds. It's just me and Sheila, and, and we're not.
1: Yeah. Well, it's just Brandon and I, but I do like to have um, fish fries. I always want to make sure that I have enough crappie to bring to Mendota every year, and my aunt's actually flying in next week. So we'll be having crappie with her, and Yeah.
0: Yeah, my mom dropped the the question on Mother's Day. She's like, So when are we having this crappie fish fry? So you
1: better have a crappie fish fry for yeah, your
0: mom. You know, she wants to have a barbecue. I thought about bringing my fish fryer over there and doing it mm-hmm. while we're have, while we're yeah. all while the whole family's over there. Kill kill every bird with one stone that way, you know what right. I mean? Yeah. I got some catfish fillets too, and there's some channel cats, so uh, I'll bring those. She's been wanting a lot of channel cats. Yeah, I know you're not a fan of channel cats, but you know, I wish I wish Sheila was and then it'd be easy going, to be honest. With
1: you. I will catch them all day long. I am a fan.
0: You're no, like, well, not, not for eating, them. though. You're not, you're not a. Problem. I
1: can. I can, but it's not definitely nowhere near the top of my list.
0: It's mm-hmm. like
1: eating potted meat compared to prime rib. But I can do it.
0: <laughs> I don't know if it's that bad, but it might be like the difference between turkey bacon and real bacon. That I might say.
1: Yeah, there you go. Kinda There's like my
0: that. analogy for it
1: that works that works but yeah i mean i can eat it but if there is any other fish cooked no no Mm-mm. i'm eating whatever else that is because it's got to be better <laughs>
0: Perch is pretty good, too. So is walleye and yeah. bluegill. I'm starting to be a bigger fan of bluegill as far oh, as... bluegill's right. delicious.
1: Bluegill's delicious. And let me tell you something funny. You know, you know my famous breading everybody talks about. I don't like my breading on bluegill. No? No, it's the seasoning. I do not prefer the seasonings on bluegill. It's only on bluegill. You can use it on any other fish. Well, I haven't tried everything, but... A lot of them and I do not prefer my own seasonings of my breading on bluegill
0: so how do you what do you what do you put on your bluegill I'm not telling you <laughs> that was just me giving the oh my god all right we're play. You how can tell me you take after the show to get, how long
1: I don't do you need to exact measurements breading,
0: is it is it a different kind of breading or is it just spice or what
1: the spice is different okay. right, yeah gotcha yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: enough said I use the same stuff. I got a bunch of stuff that was sent to me by Whisker Seekers, which is actually pretty good as far as cornbread goes. We tried it's, it; it's not bad.
1: I, I it's not like... bad.
0: It's it's a little salty, but I like salt. Um, mm-hmm. The spicy one is is nice and spicy, especially mm-hmm. if you're uh, uh do the marinade and Frank's. That's pretty good. Or crystals. I'm really right. starting to like crystals. You reminded me about how much I like it when you bought some just for me. That was so awesome of you, by the way. <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, that's good stuff. Also, um, uh, Luca brought up the, um, the catch and cook, uh, uh, sees our breading. He says that's supposedly the best one out there. I'd put it up against yours any day. So I'm going to have to order some of that and I'll be the judge. We'll see how that goes. So yeah. see, we I always, to. Food. Um,
1: the Whisker Seeker one, though I got it free. I ordered catfish and carp rods before we went. We went, and I will make sure I have a full spread of those next year. You talk about fun! Oh my gosh! Yeah, I was
0: just gonna say I was gonna bring that up. I know that Brandon put a big one on the boat with that catfish and carp rod, right? Yes,
1: all of the eyes were clear under the boat except for the last one. It was so amazing. It was so much fun. It, I know it, he's
0: running ten pound test on there too. So ten pound test.
1: Yeah, it was a blast, an absolute blast. I said, "Um, we will have a full spread of those next year for sure. I will have six of those across the boat. You can guarantee it. So
0: You guys just anchoring with those? You weren't dragging with that, Rod, were you?
1: I did long line with them. I didn't put a board on them. I didn't put a planar board on them, but I did long line with it. And I caught a small one, like a 12-pound, but oh, my God. It it was just never-ending. And um, those... 12 all the way up to like an 18 pounder those things fight my god do they fight all the way around the boat just rip and drag it was just insane so much fun and not that those big 20s aren't fun they are fun but they don't have the fight they just have the weight they're heavy Mm -hmm. and you're really working with their weight to get them in and they're not going absolutely psychotic in the water those high teeners my god we were anchored up and i caught the meanest female catfish i have ever encountered in my entire life that fish excuse my french tried to beat the living shit out of me for 10 minutes it seemed like <laughs> it never stopped and when i finally got that thing back in the water you thought i just a, wrestled a hippopotamus <laughs> brandon was like that's the meanest fish i've ever seen in my life i said that is the meanest fish i've ever seen in my life she was so mad and is i that the
0: one that bit brandon
1: say, yes yeah. <laughs> and she tried to spine me. And thankfully, I had jeans on that day. If I'd have had like leggings or something else, she'd have got me. And uh, She never stopped. I could not get her to calm down for even one second to get a hook out of her mouth, get a grip on her or anything. She never stopped. She ran that hook through my hand and not all the way through it, but still like she just never quit. She never quit, <laughs> and I was exhausted by the time I got done dealing with her. And I think she was 16 pounds. I never could get the the scale to lock because she was lock. having a seizure on it.
0: So. Yeah, I uh, that that fee- that big female. My my PB was that way. I was kind of surprised that being that size, she just fought that hard. But she was she was all over the place. Um, I did hook her on a planer board. I was dragging baits, and it was mm-hmm. I was 100 yards behind the boat, easy. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a long fight, and she wasn't tired. Once I even got her to the boat, mm-hmm. she was swimming in and around a boat, and yeah. tried to get stuck in my uh, 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 trolling motor. I had to lift it up, and it was mm-hmm. it was quite the fight. But once we got her in the boat, she was not happy either. Mm-hmm. I couldn't I couldn't get the grippers in here to, to weigh her. She wouldn't open her mouth. She was like, uh, uh-uh. uh, she's like, yeah. uh, 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 not gonna happen. That's so, the way
1: the trouble we had with that female. I don't know them females were awful feisty
0: this year. Looking for them strong males, I got to put them to the test, is what they're doing. Yep.
1: (laughs) Oh, and you know what? I forgot to mention, I seen this in chat earlier, talking about other species. Um, Richard caught a giant snapper.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. Like he said, he got a 30 pounder, and I believe that snapping turtle was 30 pounds.
1: That thing was huge. As soon as I showed Brain, he said, Oh, I hope we don't catch one of those. I said, I'm cutting line, I ain't messing with it.
0: You know, none of us use stainless steel hooks, so I, I think they would be fine. It'll, it'll rust out. I, I say, I'm not going to get into it. I have a saying that I used to do, but we won't say that here. We'll say that when we're sitting around the campfire. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then towards the end of the um, the last couple of days, I know that Chad and Dee were killing it, and we were struggling, and I figured out they were not feeling the bluegill the last couple of days. You guys were killing them on suckers. And um, I had just bought a handful of suckers and I had already used them. So I had nothing but bluegill left. Um, you should have
0: hollered at me. I had some. Well,
1: you were gone Saturday, right? Oh, it
0: was the last day. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, Friday, we we were putting some in, but I had used my last suckers. and I was putting some
0: fish in the boat. But
1: Saturday, I didn't have anything but bluegill left. And the suckers that everybody did buy died. So I didn't want to go buy any because I thought... You know, I don't want to pay all this money and them die. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were even keeping them aerated and everything was good. they, so- they did,
0: they did all right in, in my in my bait well. That was the
1: baby. first batch. That's where mine came from. But then yeah. they went back and got new ones, and they all died again. I think Chris and Freddie's died. Chad's died. His was in the live well running, and they just went to go get one, and they were all dead. Hmm. It made no sense. So I didn't get out of the boat for the last day to just go get some cause they were dying. Cause I thought right. about it and we only put two fish in the boat that day, but we only fished half a day. I was tired. I was grouchy. I did not sleep good. Woke up on the wrong side of the camper. And um Yeah. We would have shared our dead suckers
0: with you. D-overhead, I guess. Yeah. d yeah. fishing so, so we would have every, shared our dead suckers with you.
1: <laughs> everything was frustrating me that day, which was kind of crappy because it was my birthday. But, you know, the birthday thing, it's just another day. It didn't really matter. So, finally, I told Brandon, I said, I need you to take me back to the camper because I need a nap. I'm tired, and I'm grouchy, and nothing's working out for me, and everything's making me mad. So, I took a nap, and I, just like a perfect toddler, you take a nap, wake up just fine.
0: I was gonna say you're I, never crabby, Betty. Oh my God, I was so crabby that day. Oh, uh, not usually. She's pretty good about it. You, Betty's always upbeat for the most part. We all have bad days. Runs and reloads. Luke says I threw so many suckers away Saturday. Shoot, Shoot. Sure, yeah. yeah. Must
1: it's
0: have okay. been water temperature. It's that, it can...
1: meant to be, you know. Yeah. I just want...
0: It, it it might have been water temperature cuz it did get a little warmer right and they like i don't think water. so
1: cuz they were really putting them in the boat and and i think my frustration and aggravation with everything wasn't helping anything because yeah. when you're out on the water and you get frustrated you just start not doing things right and it does affect your fishing and 100% I, that's exactly where it was because literally everything was making me mad everything i was
0: just in a mood <laughs> my 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 biggest hurdle is that first fish. I get kind of not stressed out, but I get kind of anxious wanting to get that first mm-hmm. fish in a boat. And that one's always the hardest one. And I think I sabotage myself by having that mindset. So mm-hmm. that's definitely something that that I've been working on. Because once yeah. I get that first fish in the boat, I can kind of sit back mm-hmm. in my Millennium seat and, and relax. I put my feet up. I think Luke even has drone footage of me sitting in that boat with my feet yeah. up. Kick yeah. back. And uh, 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 things seemed to work better. That
1: drone wasn't that cool.
0: Yeah, he was assaulting us. I almost mooned him the one time. I went to do it. No, I don't know if I want that out there.
1: Well, see, I tried to get Brandon to do it. I said I can't do that. I said he can't have footage in my mind. I said you
0: mooned him. Uh, That was that was cool to see him flying that thing around. He was buzzing us by pretty close. It
1: sounds like a swarm of bees, don't it?
0: It does hopefully he'll put some of that in one of his videos. He didn't put yeah. it in the last one, but i I know that Tarot is uh pressed for time they They filmed the one day and had it out the next, which is pretty yeah. impressive. I could yeah. never do that yeah so but then again, I yeah. am old,
1: yeah, yeah they um they're doing good with their fishing. They had their surgeon video one, I think last week,
0: and a so, trout one too, I believe yep, mm-hmm.
1: so. yep, so they're getting. Getting geared up with their new channel, so
0: they'll get their glamper. There'll be no stopping them. They'll be all over the place. I
1: know they were there, and they they came up to me and said, "Can we get a tour?" And I was like, "Yeah, it's a mess. I don't care though. If you come look." And they loved it, and I was kind of explaining to them how we do everything with it, with the boat, and blah blah blah, you know. And they're like, "This will be perfect." And I'm like, "Do it, do it. Life's too short. Do it."
0: You're right. Yes. I need to listen to that advice.
1: Do it. Life is too short. It's just money. You can't spend it when you're dead.
0: This is true. And if you're hungry, you can always catch crappie. Right, Betty? Exactly. Amen. A hundred percent. Oh, and also I know that Luke got on some morels too. Him and, uh, and Tara. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. hmm And I seen um, Troy and A Amy phone.
1: A picture with one that they had found and then you said one of your friends found some
0: yeah he found he found quite a few and he has no idea what he's doing but he still managed to find some so.
1: well i talked to brandon about that i said we should go look around some of these state areas and see if we can find some mushrooms and you know our mushroom season here is was done um but they're just firing up up there and he's like You're not going to have time to cook them and they're just going to go bad, which he's probably right. He's like, you're not going to stop fishing to do that. And he's like, you just went through your whole morel season. So you're not dying for morels. Like I am early in the year, every year. And I'm like, yeah, you know, you're right. I'm not going to, I'm not going to stop and do that. So let's just fish. That's what we're here for.
0: Yeah. The same way I get those blinders on. I mean, if we didn't have that super slow day, that one day, I never would have went and explored the rest of that lake. I really would know.
1: And something else. And I know we always talk about doing it and we never do it, but we really, really, really need to make time to do this next year. We always talk about taking a day and going pan fishing and crappie fishing and all this different stuff. But it sounds like to me, after talking to Jerry, we really need to go to that. What is it? Monana, Monona, Monona, Mm -hmm. um, and go fish over there because also I've really been wanting to bring home some pike to eat. I've never had it. And my mom loves it. Um, and the stipulations on Mendota are very strict. You get one and it has to be 40 inches. But 40 the inches, other, yeah. yeah, the other lake, it only has to be like 26, Jerry said.
0: If I'd have known that, I'd have brought that 32 that I that. Yes.
1: So I really need to take like half a day, either the last day or the day before, enough that I can get them home. You know what I mean? Which we'll just clean them up
0: there and get them froze because I don't even know how to
1: clean them. Apparently they have white bones, right?
0: Yeah. You know, we say that, but it never happens.
1: I know, but I want
0: to. We get our minds settled on those big channel cats and (laughs) get all crazy over them. It's awful, isn't it? We say
1: it every year and we never
0: do it. It's an obsession once you start Mm -hmm. chasing them. Once you catch that one that's in the high teens, you're thinking, oh my God, that thirties right around the corner. Mm -hmm. it it happens every year we go there and it's understandable so I'm getting better at accepting Mm -hmm. it so
1: well that's just like that big one that was all belly and Brandon weighed it and he got like 24.06 or something and I'm like that's not right it's got to be bigger than that I know it's bigger than marks I'm weighing it again and I weighed it again and it was 24.09 and I was like Damn it. i was so frustrated because I wanted to beat you so bad. I know you
0: did. Everybody wants to hurt my feelings. What's wrong with you people? You guys are all mean and nasty. Be nice to the old guy. What's the matter with you?
1: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. But yeah, and then I lied to you guys and told you it was a twenty
0: six and y'all believe it looked like that. you had the you had the you long armed it, had that belly sticking right in front of the lens and thing looked like a monster. <laughs> it did look
1: like a monster. It looked huge. and Brandon was so distraught about that. quit lying to them guys. And I said, I'm not really lying. I'm picking on them. I'm gonna tell them the truth. and I did, but it was just funny. I couldn't stand it. but I just couldn't tell you the real size of it until after. I I wanted you both to pout about it, but you didn't.
0: I was actually like, well, she beat Chad. Thank God.
1: (laughs) Pike is amazing too. Yeah, that's what my mom says. She's like, every year I go up there, she's like, bring me back, Pike. Bring me back, Pike. And I never catch one big enough.
0: I haven't had one in a long time. Uh, the last time I, I had it was probably when I was a young man. We were up at Land Lakes, Wisconsin, and it was a shore lunch uh, that the um, resort owners made for us. We brought we brought some fish back, and and it was delicious. Those and sliced and fried potatoes. Oh my God, Betty! Mm-hmm. Holy Toledo, yeah. was that delicious?
1: My mom had it in Canada. Um, they went on annual trips to Canada before COVID hit for walleye fishing, and they would catch pike up there. And it was her first time having it. And she loved it um but i've never had it so i'm anxious to try it i did bring her home all of her cheese that she wanted though
0: oh yeah we gotta talk about cheese real quick d says yeah we weighed that 19.5 on two scales because it should have been a 20
1: yeah and then that that one was not even close and you thought it was bigger than chad's because you thought your scale was broke how much was that one weigh? Nineteen something. Yep. I don't remember, but it just wasn't long enough, I think. It had the girths but not the length.
0: That that was it. That the, or the, vice
1: versa, one or the other. Yeah.
0: That, that big one that i caught it had it, it was a combination it had it had the length and the belly which is why i was mm-hmm. pretty excited yeah. about it but it's just a you know a, a 25 pound fish hiding one pound of weight is fairly easy to do mm-hmm. so it's kind of hard to guess the weight on them you know it's not like there's mm-hmm. going to be three inches more of girth or 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 another five inches of length it's, it's mm-hmm. not like that it's mm-hmm. the it's size of that it could have to do a lot to, with the 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 mass of the fish so all right and then at the on the last one of the last nights that i was there me and you we went over to the mouse house didn't we mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah and then go ahead
0: and for those of you that don't know the mouse house is this cheese shop in up in madison it's actually right off the uh, right off of i-90 and uh, uh they you name the cheese they got it don't mm-hmm. they betty
1: Oh, they have everything. Look, they even have this. Here, let me show you because I, st- I was eating it before she the She was show.
0: eating this before the show, guys.
1: Hold on. Let me show you. Let me let me get it out here so you can see it because it's
0: open. Can you see it? Chocolate cheese. It is amazing. You are weird. <laughs> it tastes like fudge and it's I, made that's with that's that's cheese. Just, I fudge. They sell fudge there too. You and Chad love that chocolate cheese. Oh my God, it's so
1: good. So, um, and then I was giving everybody samples of it because Jerry had never heard of it either. And right. I was giving everybody samples of it and Amy loved it. And I was on the way home. She messaged me. She said, do you have a link for that place that has the chocolate cheese? I was like, yep, I sure do.
0: <laughs> they had so much good stuff, I think, but it, it's not cheap. I bought some like 12-year cheddar and mm-hmm. some, my wife had me pick up some Gruyere and I bought some uh, um mm-hmm. Some blue cheese. And what else did I get? I got some Dill Havarti. Those are like my favorites. Mm-hmm. I got was,
1: better. And the Morel Mushroom and Leek.
0: That we, The Morel Mushroom and Leek one was really good. If I wasn't at my limit for that I set for myself for for cheese fund, I'd have definitely bought some of that. Next time I go up there, I'll have to pick some of that up. I think, Listen, uh, if
1: you I'll haven't keep, been and you think you have enough money set aside for cheese, double it.
0: Double it. Because exactly. you're going to be- and they give you samples of whatever you want there. I had yeah. some ma- I had some mango habanero cheese that was the bomb. It was fantastic. Hot.
1: But it didn't
0: it didn't make the cut because I'd be the only one that ate that in this mm-hmm. house. So I'll try not to be so selfish.
1: And then you had to get Sheila some kind of cheese
0: for some some recollect mm-hmm. machine that she bought. It's a yeah. a We're not gonna get into that. We'll yeah. let you know when that we'll let, we'll send you pictures. Once that happens there, are, she's already talking with her friends about having them come over for that. So mm-hmm. they, all that cheese is going to get used for that. Yeah. Shindig should be, but I,
1: I, um, you know, my, my mom takes care of my dogs while I'm on vacation all mm-hmm. the time. I don't take them with me because when we go on the week long trips and stuff, I don't take them because they're high maintenance and bougie and spoiled. So, <laughs> um, she takes care of them and I pay her in cheese and it always um, falls on mother's day. So I give her mother's day gifts in cheese and I spent $150 on my mom just on cheese. (laughs) So you, you know, and she got like five or six pounds.
0: She got a good good bag full of that's for sure. And
1: then I had to have cheese for myself. So, like I said, make sure the cheese fund is.
0: And you know, it's cheese and a lot of its age. So, it'll last a while. You don't need to eat it all in like one sitting. So,
1: well, tell them about your block of cheese from last year.
0: Oh, I had a block of like, what was it? It was like the fifth, was it 15 years? It it wasn't cheese. I thought it was five. No, 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 no. This was like. It was older than that. It was, I think it was either the 12 or the 15, I could be mistaken, Mm -hmm. but I had that pretty much in my fridge for a year and, and, and Betty's like, really? I go, it's 15 years old when I buy it. It ain't going to get hurt in another year. (laughs) And it did. And the stuff tastes fantastic. Mm -hmm. It's got this. You ate it right
1: before we went to Mendoza. Yeah. ate it it it
0: right before we left the, um. It's got this, these crystals in there from the aging process, which give it a little kind of a crunch when you bite into it. It's really a weird <laughs> thing, but very, very, very good. I mean, they had they like dropped, a 20-year... They, they dropped the 20-year cheese this year. They, they had like a, like a cedar box for like 200 bucks. It was ridiculous.
1: Does anybody want to guess how much a pound of that was? Mm-hmm. It, was it, it was like bucks. 200
0: bucks No, that's if
1: you bought the whole, the little box with the thing in it, but just a a block, like the one pound block of cheese was a hundred bucks for the 20 year.
0: Yeah. There's something wrong with us, Betty.
1: I wouldn't eat that though. I don't even like that sharp stuff that I buy from my mom. I'm not a fan of really sharp cheese, but she is. And, um, she didn't even care. I bought her the 15 year last year and it was too sharp for her. She didn't care for it.
0: She, she prefers the
1: seven. So I bought her the seven year. Um, and, oh, did you really D was it good?
0: D said, remember we're on audio podcast here. I got to read these out loud. So the oh, people yeah. who aren't watching can, can hear a bit. I forget. Uh, I'm sorry. You get hooked on D fish. It says we had the morel cheese on burgers tonight. That sounds good.
1: That was the suggestion of the staff at the Mouse House was to have that cheese on burgers.
0: I can see how that would be bucks. good.
1: Oh, a half pound was a hundred bucks. Okay, so it was two hundred a pound. I looked at it wrong then. Wow.
0: Yeah, that's crazy.
1: Yeah. But yeah, the the people at the Mouse House said it is the best thing ever on burgers. So I I got a block of it. If, I, if I'd have <laughs> heard them
0: say that, I'd have bought some because I've been dying for some good burgers. That now you
1: be- said you were going back up to Mendota next week, so go get. Some. I
0: don't I don't know yet. We'll see. We'll see if if I wake up tomorrow and there's a bunch of pictures of flatheads being caught on the river, I'm hitting my river. If not, I might I might head up to Mendota this week when we might. Don't get out of hand, people, and call me a liar, I said Mike.
1: You need to keep me posted on when they start spawning. That way I can figure out when I'm coming up there to
0: shovelhead fish with you. The, 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 The date we set on, I think, is probably a good date. Okay. I think we'll get on it. We're going to get on it. We won't get on any numbers, but we might get on a big girl or two. So that's okay. what I want to put you guys on. I want to put you on at least 30 in the thirties. Maybe, maybe we can get you on a 40 if we get lucky, but mm-hmm. you know, fishing with you and Brandon, we fish pretty hard. You guys aren't, you know, shy. You'll go, you'll go all night long till mm-hmm. daylight. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll get them. We'll, we'll get on them probably like a date when sun goes down, uh, and mm-hmm. when the sun comes up, either or so if we if we're going to stay out all night, we'll bring some some food with us and and hang out and and we'll have a good time. I'm definitely I'll just that.
1: plug the crockpot in on the boat.
0: there you go <laughs> right on heck i I live I, when I'm on a boat, I live on powdered donuts and trail mix usually during no. the year, no. but that's got to change actually, great. I'm drinking the water because of you now
1: Good job.
0: Oh boy! Good All good. right, folks. Well, Betty, thank you for your time. We've been on here for oh, a while Oh, been love-
1: that long.
0: Oh yeah, we're we're over. i well when you're having fun. Exactly. I always love talking to you, whether it's on here, or whether it's you know around the table in front of your camper at your house, or yeah. or even you know on Facetime. It's always good to to hang Ditto. out. Ditto. That's why I love you to death. Ditto, love you to death. All right, everybody, thanks for watching. Hopefully, you guys got a kick out of this show. Uh, we will be back next week again uh, at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, if I go fishing, I will go live for a little bit and uh, uh hope to see everybody there. So, have a good night, get out there, and get fishing, and this weather's going to start getting better. And bye. Uh, again, happy belated Mother's Day. If I missed anybody, God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye bye.
1: Bye.